This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. So I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest today, but before I do, I wanted to just, um, give a little bit of an intro. Um, so first of all, I've mentioned several times on previous podcasts and I will mention again over and over, I am sure that the five steps, the five fundamental steps to finding your voice include value, discovering the value in who you are and also Um, discovering and staying true to your core values, openness to new experiences and new ideas, and then intentional action, acting on the things that you um, find as you are open and the things that you feel inspired as you open up and listen to do. And then usually that takes an element of courage, (laughs) maybe a little, maybe a lot, and maybe a lot of repetition And that to me is where the magic is. The next step is clearing, clearing out old beliefs, clearing out old paradigms, clearing out our clutter, whether it's in our physical space or our emotional space, our mental space, our relationships, lots of clearing that can be done. And the last one is expression, is being who you discover that you are through this journey. And so part of my journey, and I've explained this on, um, previous podcasts as well and with people I've interviewed was um, I had <laughs> I had never really been connected to my physical body. It was something that I knew that I um, needed to take care of in order to feel good and so I, I did my best to take care of my physical body and at the same time I really wished that I could just be, be invisible. I thought it would be amazing to just be able to be a spiritual being because I felt so powerful in my spiritual self and in my intellectual self. And, um, and one day I realized that really my spirit couldn't have any power without my body to express it through. So it's been this journey to really, um, learn to be okay with my body, learn to connect with my body, learn to feel my body. And as I've done that, I also realized that, you know, part of what my body is, is a woman. And I've always loved the beauty of gender. Um, I have a strong belief in, um, (laughs) in both male and female purposes in this life. And I believe that they're a power together. And, um, that's always been a part of my heart. And even though I've, I've been glad to be a woman, I'm glad I'm not a man for many reasons. Um, I haven't ever really owned my womanhood and I started to really feel that and I, I missed it. And, um, 
I wanted to, to gain it back. So it was part of my coaching journey with my coach, with all of my coaches, um, but especially my coach, David Wood. He was really helping me to tune into my womanhood and to appreciate the fact that I am a woman. And part of his suggestion was to start dancing. And if you heard my interview with Kendall Nelson from Shine Dance Fitness, um, you heard about that journey and how it turned from something that I refused to do, well, I was scared to death to do, to something that I now do every day because I I love it. I love it the way it makes me feel. And um, along with that came a suggestion to try pole dancing. I was just looking for a way to to improve my fitness and improve my core strength and along with that um, desire to be more connected to myself as a woman, that was a suggestion that came up several times for over a year. Not just from him, but from other people randomly. It was so strange to me. I'm like, why of all things would people suggest pole dancing to me? It's like the furthest thing from my desire. And finally, I've just learned that if I can't fight it. I'm just going to do it to prove people wrong. Quit suggesting it. I'll do it. I'll prove to you that I'm going to hate it. And lo and behold, I love it. I love it so much. It's been really good for me. I've been able to develop core strength. I actually should say I'm in the process of developing core strength that I never knew I could. I used to go to Pilates class and I would do all kinds of, you know, sit-ups and crunches, and I could never feel sore in my abs. I, I was just not using the right muscles. That it, that was like a, a an outward expression of the disconnect between my mind, and my mind and my body, in my opinion. It was like a symbol of how it, they didn't really communicate. Anyway, I've been able to really um, get in tune with my core strength and with my femininity, and it's been a beautiful thing. So I wanted to bring on my pole dance instructor. Her name is Annie Berry. She's adorable. She's 30 something. She's a mom of two beautiful girls. She's, um, married to her sweetheart, Dave Berry. And, um, I interviewed her after class one night. (laughs) And so I came home and realized that, well, actually at the end of the interview, I realized that the recorder that I had never used before had, um, run out of memory. So I recorded this podcast, this podcast interview in two parts. I, um, I interviewed her a second time for the second half that didn't get recorded. And so it will sound different. There will be more of an echoey sound in the beginning because we're in her studio. The second half we um, recorded over zoom. And so along with my journey of finding my voice, which has been very literal with this podcast (laughs) with sound issues and just me learning the process. Um, it's been fun for me and frustrating for me. And vulnerable for me, which is part of what I love. That's where I'm finding power in so many ways is in vulnerability. So with that, I wanted to explain the difference in the sound. I wanted to give you a little introduction of why um, this particular podcast is so um, close to my heart because of the meaning that it has behind it and what it's done for me and also how much fun it is and how adorable Annie is. So I really, I just want to introduce you. All right. So I met Annie in, how was it been, nine months ago or so. Yeah. Um, I had heard, I'd been challenged to take a pole fitness class, and I refused for a long time, (laughs) for like a whole year. And then the same person kept asking, my coach kept saying, you should try a pole class, because I was like wanting fitness, and I was also wanting to learn how to 
tap into femininity because I felt really disconnected from, I believed in womanhood, I always believed it was beautiful, but for everyone else, and I just couldn't quite connect. And so he kept challenging me. And then every, other people, just for random, would say, you should try a pole class. And I'm like, oh my gosh, stop. Okay, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to prove to you that I won't like it. And I did a strength and stretch class first, right? So after that class, and you did some really strong, cool trick on the pole, I was like, I think I want to take the actual mm-hmm. class. And I think the first spin drill we did, I was hooked. And I love it. And I've loved getting to know you more, like, through... Um, listening to your stories and your posts on Instagram and so I just really want you to kind of tell us first of all how did you get start started with pole dancing pole fitness um I basically have always been kind of an active person like I'm not coordinated at all but I love to move so like when I was in uh, high school I did cross country running I was super slow but all my friends were doing it so that was where I got to hang out with friends and just kind of that was pretty much the one thing that I didn't feel stressed about in my life at the time. So that was my place to just be myself and not feel stressed. Um, and then like, as I got older, running was kind of my therapy and I would always do that. Um, but when I was younger, I, was, I always was jealous of the girls that got to take dance classes um, or do gymnastics. And I thought it looked like so much fun. I'd try to practice like cartwheels and stuff. And like some of my friends taught me how to do a backflip on a trampoline. And I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Um, so then when I grew up and I realized like, oh, like I could pursue whatever interests I have, like I pretty much am in charge and I can do that. Um, I, after I had my first baby, I would just look up, uh, yoga tutorials on, in, uh, YouTube. And, um, I'd also look up dance tutorials and just like little people would post like little choreography breakdowns and I try to learn them and, Um, Like I did hula hooping DVDs and like a belly dance DVD and pretty much was just like exploring everything I could find that interested me. And I came across pole dance on YouTube and um, a a lot of it, like everybody kind of has this idea of what pole dance is. Like we think of it in a strip club because that's, that is where it originated. (laughs) Um, But at the time I was watching these videos on YouTube there, there were women just practicing. They had a pole set up in their living room or they had a pole set up in their garage and they were practicing just for their own enjoyment. Like they just, that's just what they loved to do and that's what they did. And um, I was watching this girl named Tara Karina on YouTube and she would practice in her garage and um, she was doing these beautiful spins and everything she was doing looked like the most beautiful parts of dance and the most beautiful parts of gymnastics that I'd always wanted to try. And so... I kind of just was like, well, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I mean, I probably watched YouTube videos of pole dance for a couple months before I told my husband, like, hey, I want to get a pole. (laughs) Um, And and, um, for him, it was a little bit out of nowhere. And he was like, well, maybe you should take a class first. And I'm like, I have looked there are none in town and I'm going to get a pole. (laughs) And um, he he was concerned about the like the price of it like the cost of it we weren't I mean the whole reason I was looking up tutorials on YouTube was because I couldn't afford a gym membership or I didn't want to you know spend on a gym membership we were trying to save money and so um a pole is like three hundred dollars or whatever so I was like I would like a pole for Christmas it's October but I'll take my pole now and I don't want anything else for Christmas (laughs) and um so I got it and I started practicing and um, at the time I, I was 
kind of in a deep depression. Like I, I struggled with depression all my life. Like since I was a kid, since I was a young kid, like I don't remember being very happy as a kid. Like, um, there were like happy moments, but for the most part, like I was just super stressed out. I didn't, uh, like my life. I wished I could have a different family. I wished that, um, I could just fall asleep and never wake up. Um, in my teenage years, it was probably like really bad, but then it got worse uh, after I had my babies and uh, like the whole postpartum thing kind of compounds it. Um, but running, I could no longer do it. I would get dressed in my running clothes and I would go to my front door and I would just like freeze and I would be unable to step out my front door because I don't know, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to have to see other people. I didn't, uh, yeah, it was more that I didn't want to be seen. Um, like I was just afraid. <laughs> I had social anxiety a lot. Like I kind of started to withdraw and just stay in my house where it was safe. And so um, being able to have a pole in my living room and practice in my living room where I, I was basically just doing it for my own self um, and my own self only and nobody could see me like if my husband came into the room I would stop <laughs> and I would be like all right when are you gonna leave so I can have my time back <laughs> um, but yeah like the depression was the point where I I was feeding my baby because I like I started pole dance um, a little bit before I got pregnant with my second child and um, after she was born that was like the worst uh, postpartum depression and stuff. Um, so I, I could basically just like barely care for my baby all day long. And there was no self care at all. Like I, um, I had a hard time making, like preparing food for myself. Like I could shake up a bottle of formula or I would breastfeed my baby, but preparing food for myself was like way too much work. And I kind of just, I just got meal replacement shakes at one point. Cause I was like, oh, well, I'm going to like starve if I don't do something. <laughs> and I was like losing all this muscle. And so I did that for a while. Um, but yeah, that was just my time. I would just practice, um, by myself. I would put my baby to bed and I would turn on my music and I would just like jam out with myself. <laughs> Um, and I couldn't dance at all. I would mostly just do tricks and spins here and there. Um, but that's, yeah, that's how I got started. It's <laughs> amazing. And I love the video that you posted of you practicing and falling and crashing and getting back up and, you know, <laughs> falling. And then the other one that you've, oh, on your website, mm -hmm. you have a video of, of you. These are my sit-ups and you're doing sit-ups oh, on yeah. the pole or crunches, you know, on the uh -huh. pole. That's the coolest video ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and if you, I mean, you can hear in your voice, like how animated you are and how much fun you are and bright. And one of the things I noticed, like with all people, I feel like we compare ourselves to other people and we have people we look up to and we think, well, they've never experienced what mm -hmm. I, you know, they've never been depressed or they've never yeah. had self-confidence issues or whatever. And so it's really, I think it's important for us to share these stories so that mm -hmm. other people can say, oh my goodness, wow, like she felt that way and she struggled with that and so it's just really inspiring especially now just you're just so confident and and that's where the first interview ended <laughs> so I'll bring you the second half of the interview after this short commercial break calling all speakers eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled 
Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. So, yeah, I think that it's really important for people to understand that depression is real, first of all, and it's hard to live with, and that there are ways to help ourselves get out of it. You know, moving our bodies and being able to be social is two of the ways that have been proven to help depression, and they're the hardest things to do when you're feeling depressed. So that's amazing that you were able to stick with, you know, your pull practice and doing that and really helping yourself pull out of it. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share about that or about your experience or things that you've learned um, from pole dancing that maybe you didn't expect or maybe you you knew all along what was going to happen? Um. Yeah, well, I think a lot of times we put ourselves in boxes or other people in boxes where we think, like, I'm not that type of person that does this type of thing, or um, we kind of limit ourselves sometimes. So, like, you might see some somebody do something amazing and you think to yourself, um, well, I could never do that, or, like, um, with anything just in general, like, you see somebody run a marathon or with me, I see, see, see people like getting degrees and I'm like, I don't think I can ever do that. <laughs> um, but honestly, it um, you're in charge of yourself. We're, we're all in charge of ourselves. And if you see something you really want to do, it's not so much like whether you're good at it or not. If you consistently chip away at something or practice at something, there's, there's no way around it. You're going to improve. So... Mm. Just That's if there's so something good. out there you want to do, just go for it. Like little by little baby steps, you're going to accomplish something. Yeah, that's really awesome. One of the things that I, um, like when I started coming to classes with you, like I didn't think I wanted to do it. What I knew I wanted was um, to reconnect with myself. I'd always felt like I was, you know, really strong in spirit and I was strong in mind but I really wanted my body to be invisible and I never really connected to my body. And I was, I recognized that that was a problem at, at age 40, 46. So I, um, I had a coach and he kept suggesting that I try pole dancing. And I was like, absolutely not of all the things I would do, you know, it's not that. And, you know, for a lot of reasons, one was, I wasn't sure, you know, how people would accept it. And, and I was also at a point where I didn't care at that point, but I was also just really afraid of, of my of my body and of myself and it just felt like it would be way too intimate and so that's how I knew that's what I needed to do and I was like fine I'll do it I'll do it but I'm gonna prove you wrong I'm gonna prove that I'll hate it and it was like seriously first it was watching you and your strength and your grace and and then it was the first spin around the pole (laughs) that I was like oh my gosh I think I like this and so it was um and then I was like okay you know what I'm gonna actually enroll for a whole camp and you know do it and see if I like it even after that but like you said I didn't know if I'd ever be good at it and I don't know you know where I'll go with it but I do know that I I love it and that I get better every time so exactly what you said cool um I love having you in class I think it's it's so fun (laughs) it's so fun I just stand and watch and on 
But it's really cool how I can be there in class and feel present in class, but at the same time kind of feel alone with myself. I really like it. It's been so good for me in so many ways, it's hard to explain it. But I really appreciate the fact that you had the courage to, you know, learn for yourself and to, to get so strong at it and then to introduce it into our community, you know, where it's, um, I don't know, it just feels like there's so much taboo around it. And really, it's just like such a strengthening and beautiful practice it I don't know it just it was a it, I think you were very brave to start it and I'm so grateful that you did well thank you is there um anything else along those lines or just anything else that you really want to share about your experience with with either just pole dancing or teaching pole dance or pole fitness whatever you want to call it um oh maybe with like the uh kind of just reinforce reinforcing what you said about um how like there's so much taboo around it I, mm-hmm. I think um a lot of that can be like um I don't know with my upbringing in general I was always very ashamed of like just feeling beautiful in general there's a lot of emphasis on modesty and stuff and there comes a point in your life where you kind of need to be in touch with your body like if if mm-hmm. you're married and you want to have like an intimate relationship with your husband or something like you don't just flip that on like a switch like right um and if you've always thought of that type of feeling as like shameful then it there's you know it's hard to find that um and it just uh like pole dance in general has kind of been a form I didn't start it to like feel more sexy but mm-hmm. it kind of has become like dance therapy for me in that I I totally feel sexy. <laughs> like, um, and I feel, totally I don't sexy. feel ashamed about it. I feel like totally comfortable in it. Like it's, it's, I really just do it for my own enjoyment and I just feel awesome about it. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing to watch and the confidence really is, um, in embracing the whole self and being a woman part of that's part of being a woman is being connected to, you know, our body and to feel beautiful and sexy and whatever. That was like the, my mission with my coach was like, we're going to find your sexy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I couldn't even <laughs> cool. say the word, you know? <laughs> and so, and I've been married for 26 years and, you know, have a great marriage. And I still just had this, um, I don't know what it was, I guess, body shame. So it's been really interesting for me. How long has it been? Like eight months that I've been coming to classes now? It hasn't been a whole year um, yet. Yeah, oh. about that, I think. About that, yeah. And it's really amazing what it's done. Like, I, I remember thinking... I have to wear shorts <laughs> and now I, I don't really have a problem with it anymore. It's been amazing to, to feel what is, I've gone through just in my own body image at, at my age. So, and, and I remember when I, I had a private class with you and I was like, I just, you're like, what do you want to focus on? I'm like, honestly, this is embarrassing, but I just want to feel graceful. <laughs> and you're like, okay, <laughs> let's work on graceful. And it was, cool. it was hard, but it was really, it was good for me in a lot of ways. So before I ask my last question, I know you have, your husband seems to be very supportive, but you have two girls who, um, at least your youngest daughter has come in and like shown us some little spins and whatever. How is it with, um, you know, having your family watch, do they come watch you perform? Like, how is it? Is it like a family experience? Kind of? Yeah, it's been cool. Like the, um, 
my girls, they don't really, they don't know that there's anything taboo about pole dancing because mm-hmm. all they've experienced from it has just been me practicing it. Mm-hmm. So to them, it's just any other, like any other form of dance. So, um, yeah. like my oldest would ask me one time, like, Hey mom, if you ever do like a, a class for kids, could I come? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> I never even thought about like how she would view it. And, hmm. um, like, I don't necessarily like, uh, really super encourage my girls to do it just because there is that taboo and yeah. because they don't know that there's that taboo, they can't really consent to take that on for themselves. Yeah. So, um, like they play on my poles all day long, like, like it's a jungle gym Yeah. Um, sure. and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that or shameful about that. No, um, no. I don't necessarily like share that, like videotape them and share it on, you know, my social media because it's like, um, because of the way other people sometimes view it. And I, I kind of want to protect them from that, but, yeah. um, yeah, like they, they are, kids are natural climbers and they just play and they've come to like the only times I've performed done pole performances was at a studio up North when they did like a student showcase and they came and watched it. It was like just a family friendly performance with acrobatic type stuff. Cool. And then, um, they came to my performance uh, at the Leak Together for Lincoln concert. It was like the Tron themed. It was like circus style, kind of all about the tricks, and they love that. So, yeah. um, and I've started practicing in like silks and aerial stuff that uses similar strength, where I totally include them. But yeah, it's kind of it's been awesome. My husband thinks it's really cool. Like when he I first started, he was worried about the cost of my pole, like. It's kind of expensive, and you've never done this before. And I was like, I've already decided. Yeah. So, I know. I promise happening. I'll use it. Um, and now he kind of just—he loves it just because of, he sees how much it helps me open up. And um, yeah, like how how can a husband not love his wife like doing something that is so fulfilling for her? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. It's fun, and yeah, I think I just picture the <laughs> core strength is another thing I found that I, I never was able to really find my abs before. I think I told you I could never get sore in my abs. It didn't matter how much Pilates I did. And now I'm like, Oh, I think that I, I feel sore. Right? I mean, it feels good. So it's n- nothing wrong about teaching core strength at a young age either. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So I love to ask, um, every, all of my guests about good news. So I feel like, our world is so filled with good things and a lot of times all we hear about because of you know the, the news and the media and we have this natural um, interest I think in, in things that are going wrong and so, so I think sometimes it can feel like um, maybe we're the only ones in the world that that um, you know that are that are positive or that don't have things I don't know I think we can feel alone in in happiness, and I, I just want to be able to share the voice of good news, and and let people know that there's a lot of really good things happening too that maybe aren't newsworthy, but I think they're so important to share. And so I'm just curious about good news in your cor- corner of the world. Is there something that just makes your heart sing when you see it? Is there something that you feel really passionate about that you just want to share, or whatever it is? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I well I feel like I experience good news every day because of my job like I get to teach people and they're like super excited to learn and like every little new thing they learn is 
is like awesome and amazing and magical like it was when I first started. So I feel like I see that all the time. And then my girls are like my everyday good news and my husband's like my everyday good news. <laughs> um, but I kind of feel the same way. You Like when I was growing up, I would always hear things like, um, the world is this or that and it's a mm-hmm. scary place and there's a lot of evil in the world and so I kind of grew up feeling afraid of the world but yeah. um, like since I've been an adult and ventured out more I just feel like there there's so much good like I haven't experienced that that, that evil I guess I mean we do hear about stuff on the news but mm-hmm. and obviously there's there's there are dangers out there but I've also just experienced so much awesomeness and like random acts of kindness and um I actually follow a, an account on Instagram called Tanks Good News and it's just oh. all good news stuff just people doing random acts of kindness or um things like that and so I don't know I think sometimes it can also depend on what we choose to surround ourselves with and like if we're always looking for something to be upset about you're definitely gonna find it but if you make sure to balance that with um, good stuff, then you're always going to find that too. I love that. And I feel the same way. It's like what we choose to see. I love to just walk down the street and smile at everyone and see who will smile back. It's so much fun. So yeah. And <laughs> and I love watching you with your family, like on Instagram and, and when I'm actually at your house, you just have a real positive way of, of being with your with your girls and it's a beautiful thing so thank you for sharing that um and that instagram account was tanks good news t-a-n-k-s i think it'd be fun to share okay yeah i think because he like first started an account that was just like humorous and he called himself tank sinatra because he's like from brooklyn or something but um yeah so now he calls his good news account tanks good news so yeah Okay, fun. We'll share that. And also, how can people get a hold of you if they want to um, sign up for a class or if they want to um, just see what you're up to, That you know, all the cool stuff that you're doing? How can people get a hold of you? Um, my, I have a poll Instagram for my, like, poll studio, and then I have a personal Instagram. My poll Instagram is STG for, like, St. George, STG Pole Dance, and my personal Instagram is uh, annaberry216 so A-N-A-B-E-R-R-Y 216 okay. and then um, my there's like my whole web page is just southernutahpoldance.com and you can contact me through there or um, my number's on my website too people can text me anytime to ask about classes or whatnot. okay cool yeah. so I have to do a shout out to your website I think it's just on the homepage where you have yourself um, working out and you're like, these are my crunches, and these are my... It's so cool to just oh, cool. see like how strong you are. And then um, anybody that, even if you don't live in the St. George area, I know you do you know, drop-in classes, and you have private classes. I had a bunch of friends from out of state come, and we all just kind of did a private class. So you can, anytime if you are going to be in the St. George area, St. George, Utah, um, and you wanted to try a class, look up on her website and get a hold of her and sign up. It's so much fun, seriously. And you learn, I was amazed at what I learned in the first class. So you'll, you'll leave feeling accomplished. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so yeah, much, Annie. Classes. Yeah, it, it was, it's so much, the private ones are actually my favorite ones. So <laughs> anyway, um, thank you again for being my guest and for just being you. I just really enjoy you and I enjoy your classes and what you stand for. So thanks so oh, much. Thank- 
Thank you so much. EWN Podcast Network.